Steve Parsons is the um, club secretary of Staines Town uh, Football Club. And Staines, as we all know, play in the Ryman League Premier Division, as well as competing in the FA Cup, the FA Trophy League and the Middlesex Senior Cup. Steve Parsons, are you there? Good evening. Yes, I'm here. Excellent. Well, thank you ever so much for uh, speaking uh, with me here on Brooklyn's Radio this evening. Um, I understand that you're on your way back from a fixture. That's right. Yeah, we've been away to uh, league leaders Grey's Athletic tonight, so we're working our way back around the M25 back home tonight. So a late one for you guys. Indeed, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, not, not so fantastic after a long day at work, I'm sure. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's uh, quite a long trip. Uh, we um, Luckily, all the players got there in one piece, but a couple of the coaching staff were seriously delayed on the way. There was uh, lots of hold-ups on the M25 today. As per usual, I, I can yeah. imagine. So uh, let, let's cut to the chase, Steve. How did, how did you get on this evening? It finished 1-1 today, oh, which fantastic. was, uh, on the face of it, a, a good result. But uh, we were winning 1-0 until uh, the third, fourth minute of injury time. So uh, it was a little bit depressing to, to not come away with all three points. But I think it was a result we would have settled for before kick-off. So um, league leaders, you say, that's uh, obviously um, you know, disappointing that you didn't get the win, but um, you t- going into the match, would you take in a one-all draw? Certainly would, yes. It's, um, it's been a bit of an up-and-down season, to be honest, and um, although we're only nine or ten games in to the league programme, um, there's been a, a, every club seems to be capable of beating every other club at the moment, so... Uh, uh, to, to come to the league leaders and, uh, and, and, and come home unbeaten, I think we'd be quite satisfied with that. So just unfortunate that we were so close to picking up all three points. And what's the feeling in the camp after that? Is it uh, sort of disappointment from, from everyone or, or, or the lads? Uh, are they sort of pretty, pretty chuffed that they've come away with a win? Obviously away yeah, from home is a little bit different from being, being at home as well. Yeah, I, th- I think really a um, little bit of disappointment, which which probably is a good thing. You know, you, you come to places like this and um, it, it's, it's easy to be satisfied with a draw. But I think the fact that uh, we were a bit disappointed not to not to get the win speaks volumes as to the level that we're striving to be at. Yeah, brilliant. Um, now, of course, discounting friendlies this season, you've won seven. You've now drawn four and lost three. So, you know, I know you said it's a tough season, but, you know, not a bad season. How how um, how do you feel the campaign's going sort of so far? I think it's uh, probably yet to yet to crystallise into going one way or the other. But I think certainly we're, we're um, looking uh, more solid than, than we did uh, two or three weeks ago. And... Um, Hopefully, with a couple of players coming back from injury, that uh, we picked up some some quite serious injuries in the uh, pre-season and the very first game of the season. So, hopefully, once they're all back to full fitness, we should uh, start to be a bit more consistent and uh, add a few more to the the W's column and and leave the L column sitting on uh, sitting on three. Be quite happy with that. Yeah, that's the way it should be, eh? So yeah. obviously last season was was not a particularly good season. Sorry to bring it up, but um, <laughs> Nicky Force has come on on board. Um, you know, at the start of this year, do, do you think he feels he has more control of this team this season, and, and he's able to work with the players and, and mould them in in a, a better way than and sort of the end of last season? Oh, without doubt. Yeah, he, he started just after Christmas last year, and uh, we were already adrift at the bottom of the table. And uh, I think he, although he worked very hard to try and bring players. Uh, club in the latter part of last season. I think he was experiencing quite a lot of resistance from players that virtually had looked at the league table and thought 
playing to town and be relegated anyway, and I don't necessarily want that on my CV. So I know he, he, he tried very hard to bring a number of players in that um, were, were probably quite disposed to come to us, but for the fact that uh, they could see the writing on the wall at the end of the end of the season. But during the summer, he um, established contacts with a number of those players again and some different ones and um, was able to bring in a fair few new players to add to uh, the, the blend of uh, youth and a little bit of experience that we had in the side previously. And uh, it seemed to gel extremely well in pre-season and then a couple of wobbles at the, at, in the first month or so of this season. But certainly, I think it's heading in the right direction again now. And yeah, because is an indication of that. Absolutely, because all your friendlies, you you managed to get wins at all the friendlies. Am I right? Yeah, we won every single yeah, one absolutely. of the pre-season games. Yeah, it's always a bit worrying when that happens. Yeah, we had a five-nil win, a three-two, a three-two, a four-nil. So you know, I, I don't know. You started off particularly well, and and mm. the, the first match against the Met Police was a draw, and then we had a loss. So you know that must have been pretty tough after so many wins. I know they're friendlies, but um, you know managed to string three wins together after that. Um, uh, that's excellent news, and it's it's good to hear that um, Nicky is able to to um, to mould the team like 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 he wants. And um, let's hope that um, the season is is a good one for you. Um, I just want to ask you what what your sort of role is within the within the club. I know you're club secretary, but can you just explain to the listeners at home what what um, what your role entails within the club? Well, that um, involves. Um Making sure that uh, all the all the fixtures get arranged, so uh, we have a we have a full fixture list. All the, uh, any matches that get called off for whatever reason, through uh, weather or cup runs or even uh, opponents being involved in cup matches, they have to be rescheduled at uh, dates that are suitable to everybody. Um, and then dovetailing around that, um, matches involving our uh, non-first team sides as well, and uh, ensuring that uh, pitch is not not overused in any given week and then liaising closely with the manager for uh, registrations and keeping an eye on um, discipline and suspensions as well Thank you, okay. um, plus uh, plus the program and uh, working with my uh, my colleague Ken Williams who I know you spoke to the other day in the in the office in um, uh, various administrative things Ken's been very busy this last uh, month or so um, working in the new uh, procedures that we have in the in the bar and clubhouse at Weechie yeah. Park, which is uh, intended to be much more attractive and uh, attractive to supporters and beneficial to the club as a whole as well. And have your supporters been, have they been supported? They've been pretty good uh, th- throughout the tough times last season. Are they stuck with you through through that and are they still with you now? Yeah, they have, to be fair. Um, we've, we launched a new supporters club, um, not, not me personally, but... Uh, some of the long-serving supporters have launched a club really when we were at, at rock bottom in January. Okay. And uh, that has, has really done well. They, they ran a minibus all the way over to um, to Essex today for today's fixture, which uh, really on a, on a Billy Wednesday night is, uh, I think it's quite quite an achievement that they've done it and uh, they were able to fill it up. So fair play to the supporters. They stood there till the, till the final whistle and uh, cheered the lads off the pitch at the end as Brilliant. well. So uh, really pleased with the, uh, the Stains Massive. Yeah, fantastic, as Ali G would say. Yeah. <laughs> now, the Roman Pro League, it looks like it takes you all over, all over the place, and of course it has this evening. Um, is it just a regional league? Is that, is that, is that what it's, it's known as? Yeah, the, the, um, the, the way that the football is, is structured below the Football League these days is that uh, 
as the what, what we used to call the Football Conference, which has just renamed itself the National League, okay. um, which effectively functions as a, as a fifth division of the uh, beneath the Premier League and the and the Football League uh, three divisions. The next tier down from that, uh, the country is divided into two, north and south, and we've been in that south division for the last six years um, because of the, just the way that the clubs are spread across the country. The boundary between north and south does tend to be surprisingly far south to the extent that clubs such as Bishop Stortford and Oxford City and Gloucester have all had spells in the North Division in the recent past. Oh, wow. Gloucester is still in it. <laughs> and then below that, the country's divided into three areas. Um, the Ryman League is what uh, traditionalists would call the Isthmian League, which okay. uh, in years gone by was the, the, the premier amateur competition in the, in the south of England. Yeah. And then there's the Southern League, which operates... Um, a bit further to the west and it goes up towards Birmingham Okay. and then uh, the north of the country is the Northern Premier League um, and those two leagues have both got their own sponsors as well okay. so it's a third of the country in, in terms of uh, clubs but because of the population uh, it, it tends to be clustered around um, London and the home counties yeah, okay. And so uh, potentially the, the, the team are trying to get into um, the, the next league, which, which splits you into, uh, into the south, south part of the country, which <laughs> would yeah. mean uh, even further to travel, I suppose. Yeah, Truro have gone back into that league now. So uh, we, we had the pleasure of going to Truro a couple of times during our tenure in the um, Conference South, and uh, they got promoted back into it. So that would, that's by some distance the longest um, journey in the league in, yeah, in that division. In, in the division we're in at the moment, it's um, Leaston and Needham Market in, uh, out in East Anglia are our longest journeys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just uh, t- talking about um, the league and, and the pl- and the travelling, I suppose, are, are, are the players professional? Are they amateur? Are they semi-professional? Or is there a, a mix of everything? Yeah, they would be regarded semi-professional okay. um, the um, the majority of them the one or two of the younger ones are still students that are attending our academy but um, the majority of them would class themselves as, as semi-professional right. players and would, would have another income stream as well okay okay and so um, how do they sort of fit in the, the, tr- the training into the schedule because I presume they then all have university work or, or jobs do they I guess they, they kind of just have to fit it in they do yeah um, and I, I'm sure that there are there are probably other players around that would be um, comfortable playing at this level, but because of the, uh, the jobs that they have, they, they just can't make the commitment. But um, it does tend to mean that um, the players that are playing in um, senior non-league football are doing jobs that offer them a, a good degree of flexibility. Yeah. And quite a few of them would be you know, self-employed personal trainers and football okay. coaches and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. So right. uh, they can they can choose their working hours to make sure that it dovetails with the football commitments in any given week. Yeah, fantastic. Now, just going on to the FA Cup, because obviously we know that the FA Cup is a, a huge, huge um, event. Um, you guys are in the qualify, qualifying rounds at the moment, am, am I right? In, in we are, that? yes. We've, yeah. we've already uh, played uh, one qualifying round. There, there were two rounds played before we even came in. The, uh, the size of the competition. I think there's something like 750 clubs playing in it this season. Wow. <laughs> um, we started in the first qualifying round okay. um, and we came through against Faversham Town in a replay yeah. a fortnight ago. Yeah. So uh, the second qualifying round, they come thick and fast at this, at this level. So the second qualifying round is this coming weekend. 
and we're back to Essex again oh, with good a Lord. trip to Stanway Rovers. Fantastic. Is, uh, suburb of Colchester. And what, what do you what do you think your chances are of getting through that, that second round qualifier? Well, uh, it's one of those ones that on paper you would say um, Stainstown should really progress. We're, we're two leagues above Stanway Rovers and okay. um, uh, it would be regarded as a shock if we uh, if we slipped up but unfortunately that's what the FA Cup's all about it's Absolutely. great when you're the underdog and you can shock the team above you but Absolutely. you always have to be on your guard at the, uh, the clubs from a bit lower down that uh, will see you as a, as a scalp to be taken so certainly we won't be taking the game lightly on Saturday no, absolutely. And if you get through that second round qualifying, do you go through into the main draw then? Is that how no, it works? No, unfortunately there's, there's yet two more qualifying. Oh, good, goodness me. <laughs> so, Monday after the, um, after the games. So uh, should we manage to beat Stanway Rovers, then we'll be in the um, third qualifying round. Um, no additional clubs will be coming in, but... Um, Already, the clubs in the National League South are in at this level, and then uh, it's another round until the National League Premier Division teams come in. So we'd have to survive two more rounds beyond Stanway to have it. Yeah, so uh, a, a bit to do um, <laughs> before you get there, of course. That was uh, Steve Parsons from Staines Town Football Club. Uh, we've obviously reported on Staines Town Football Club an awful lot, and it's fantastic they, uh, they've got in touch with us. And um, it was lovely to speak with Steve Parsons, club secretary, club secretary and programme editor. Um, I did want to find out what the realistic hopes are for Staines Town. Maybe I'll drop him a phone call tomorrow and find out and report that next week. Well, thanks ever so much to Steve um, for taking the time on his way home from, um, where were they? Oh, Greys, that's it. Um, in Greys, uh, a long old trek for them. Um, I'm sure they'll be home very soon and um, we will be, of course, keeping in touch um, with Steve and uh, reporting on what is going on with Staines over the, uh, the coming months and we wish them all the very best um, in, every, uh, <laughs> in every league and every cup trophy um, that they are in. Well, thank you ever, to, ever so much to Steve Parsons. 